up for some restaurant owner's rights was going to cut no ice at all. What makes a big impression is an organization. He smiled and started printing. The letters punched through white on a blue plastic ribbon. The first guy's label was about five inches long, and then about four and a half for the second guy. He smiled again and laid the finished ribbons on the seat next to him. They had adhesive on the back under a peel-off paper strip, but he needed something better than that. He unscrewed the cap off the tiny superglue tube and filled the nozzle, ready for action. Then he got out of the car and stood in the shadows, waiting. His mother had told him cities are dangerous places. They're full of tough, scary guys. He had walked around as a teenager, ready and willing to believe her, and he had seen that she was right. People on city streets were fearful and furtive and defensive. They kept their distance and crossed to the opposite sidewalk to avoid coming near him. They made it so obvious he became convinced the scary guys were always right behind him. Then he suddenly realized, no, I'm the scary guy. They're scared of me. He had stopped growing at fifteen when he was already six feet five and two hundred and twenty pounds. A giant. They're scared of me. It amused him, and he smiled, and people stayed even further away. From that point onward, he knew that for every city person he needed to be scared of, there were 999 others a lot more scared of him. He used the knowledge like a tactic, and the calm confidence it put in his walk and his gaze redoubled the effect he had on people. The two guys came back right on time in a black Mercedes sedan. It parked, and the guys stepped out with their long coats flowing and reached back and slipped baseball bats under their coats and started moving. Reacher pushed off the wall. In the alley, guys, he said. They were young, some way short of thirty. Who the hell are you? The right guy said. The first guy to speak is the dominant half of any partnership, and in a one-on-one -on -one situation you put the dominant one down first. Reacher turned to Fraction, blocking the sidewalk, channeling them toward the alley. Business manager, he said. You want to get paid, I'm the guy who can do it for you. You got the money? Sure, Reacher said. Two hundred bucks. He walked into the alley, and the crunch of his steps echoed off the old brick. He stopped and turned. They stepped forward, shoulder to shoulder. Reacher stepped back like he wanted them to precede him, like a courtesy. They shuffled forward, came close. He hit the right-hand guy in the side of the head with his elbow. It was a short, hard blow, well delivered. The guy let the bat go. It slid down inside his coat and hit the ground with a loud wooden clonk. Then Reacher hit him again. The guy went down like a trap door had opened up under his feet. The second guy got the bat clear of his coat and swung it ready. Reacher watched the arc and caught the bat in both hands, low down in front of his gut. Reacher jacked the handle up and hurled the guy off balance, kicked out at his ankles and tore the bat free and jabbed him with it. The guy went down on his knees and butted his head into the restaurant wall. Reacher kicked him over on his back and squatted down and jammed the bat across his throat. He used his left hand to go into each pocket in turn. He came out with an automatic handgun, a thick wallet, and a mobile phone. Who are you from? he asked. Mr. Petrosian, the guy gasped. The name meant nothing to Reacher. He smiled incredulously. Petrosian, he said. You have got to be kidding. What is he, crazy? We've got a message for Petrosian. What's the message? 
the second guy gasped. Reacher smiled again. You are, he said. He went into his pocket for the labels and the glue. Now lie real still. The guy lay real still. Reacher tore the backing strip off the label and eased a thick worm of glue onto the plastic and pressed the label hard on the guy's forehead. He ran his fingers side to side across it, twice. The label read, Mostro's has got protection already. Lie still, he said again. He took the bat with him and turned the other guy face upward with a hand in his hair, used plenty of glue and smoothed the other label into place on his brow. This one read, Don't start a turf war with us. He checked the pockets and came out with an identical haul, plus a key for the bends. He glanced back at the other guy. He was picking at the label on his head. It won't come off, Risha called. Go give our best regards to Mr. Petrosian, and then go to the hospital.